Welcome everybody to the 31st episode of the Indian Diaspora podcast. Today we have two guests, uh, Arun Chawla and Sunil Kabra with us. The two regular guests are on uh, sort of a vacation break. They are chilling in India. And I think Shashi just came back from India to back his home, London. So we decided to give them some rest and brought two guests today, Arun and Sunil. Uh, just a quick trivia. I just realized that Arun was Vijay's roommate at University of Delaware and Sunil was my roommate at Virginia Tech uh, when we started our graduate life in the United States. So that was just a random trivia. Today's topic is IPL, Indian Premier League. For a lot of people, uh, I think they're aware of what IPL is. And for me, uh, IPL has a different <laughs> meaning in, a, in, in terms of cricket. And I'm going to a little bit uh, rant about it in the show. But just to start off, you know, we all know cricket is a religion in India. And there are three formats of cricket and there are three different types of devotees in India for cricket. Uh, purists, those who prefer test matches. Strategists, who prefer one-day international or also known as ODIs. And then the third generation is the instant gratification. And that's what T20 brought it. And IPL took advantage of this new format, 2020 format. So today we are going to talk little bit uh, specifically about IPL. Um, I'm not a big follower of cricket as these two other guys on the show are. So I'm going to actually let them talk more about IPL, their favorite uh, thing about cricket and uh, the favorite teams and everything. So I'm going to open up with Arun. Arun, tell us a little bit more about IPL. What, what do you know about IPL? <clears throat> Hi, guys. Uh, thanks for the invitation. Um, I love talking about cricket. I could talk about cricket all day. So you might need to have to keep shutting me down. Uh, you know, the, so the... Well, I, I don't know where I fall in because I fall every I follow every one of these things. I watch uh, the test matches. I watch Ranji games. I watch women's cricket. I watch under-19 and I watch IPL. So... I cover the entire range of this thing and I I hit the whole banding away of people in different corners. Uh, and uh, the, the main thing is, yes, the Indian Premier League. The Indian Premier League has basically taken on with a storm and even for a person who ever watched cricket, I never thought it would become like this. It is going on right now in India. And it has actually come back with a... You know, this is we we had uh, the whole pandemic. Uh, you know, we had the premier. We we had it cancelled. We've had it moved to uh, Dubai. We've had it started uh, in the middle and then moved again because the you know we had the horrific uh, COVID uh, response and we don't want to go into that. And then last year, even though it was come down, it was played only in a few cities. This is the after a few years. It's come back to the format of, you know, there are city teams, the home and away games. And boy, I I've watched IPL since the beginning, but this time it just feels different. The crowds are amazing. The DJs are amazing. The flags are waving. The, the viewership is through the roof. And I am just, I never thought it would become something like that. I'm blown away by this. And and I know that a lot of other countries are nervous because this thing has so much legs it could eat. I, I was talking to a friend of mine. I said, you know, we, it, it's played over two-month period. And it's played over, 
you know, now we have 10 teams, but this could be expanded. It has enough, uh, this thing that it could actually expand to even three or four months and have more teams. It can just keep gobbling up. I don't see, at some point, the return on investment will go down, but I don't see that happening right now. I think this is this is basically eating up cricket everywhere else, and I see the other countries worried. But as an Indian so, fan, to me, this is most impressive. So I'm, I'm going to definitely talk about, we're going to talk about how IPL might be eating into the international cricket, but of the three formats, which one is your more preferred format? Oh, I um, actually, I don't like to take favorites. I love, I it's it's like saying, do you like books or do you like comics? I find both interesting. You know, I, I don't want to read comics all the time and I don't want to read books all the time. But I love the back and forth and the slowness of the test cricket and all the strategies involved in that. And there is a place for it and it's fantastic. But I also love this. It's, and, and to for people to say, uh that uh, you know it's you can only love one or the other is just bullshit sorry you might want to you might want to remove that uh so what do you think hi everyone uh good to join this group so much like arun i'm also a cricket fan and i like all formats all three of them the test cricket the 50 overs and the t20 um 50 overs for me is a little bit uh, downside. Uh, I, I've kind of lost a little bit of interest in 50 overs uh, format. But the other two test for purists, obviously, uh, it's the game to watch. And T20 for fun, for quick results and fun is, is also very good. So for me, those two formats I prefer. But uh, as a cricket lover, you cannot hate any format of cricket. And uh, I just do that. I, I still play cricket. Uh, I, I played since childhood. And uh, we still play every Sunday here in Charlotte. And uh, so, yeah, I, I pretty much love all formats, just like Arun. So, Vijay... Go ahead. Uh, what is your opinion so far, man? I haven't heard you. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, uh, I, you talked about the three types of cricket, right? I wanted to revisit that a little bit and maybe uh, get the opinion of uh, our guests here too. But, you know, first was test cricket and that was around for a long time. And it was very pure, right? It was all pure in, in the sense of uh, it was all about technique. People wore whites, all whites. It was very traditional uh, and, and it, you know, getting into the team was only the people who made it into the team had a little bit of probability of monetary success. And that was it, right? It was you're playing for national pride. And then came along this thing called One Day Internationals. And uh, that's what we kind of, they came around the time when we were born and started growing up. And it was considered a big, you know, big deal because it was over in a day. Uh, it was much faster. They changed the rules to make it much more exciting. And you suddenly were not wearing just white jerseys and clothes. You were wearing... Uh, team colors with logos, and we thought this is this is the real deal. This is the party, right? And it, uh, how much better can it get? But we were still national teams, uh, you know, traveling different uh, to different countries to play, and you know, we had the uh, the international competition. And then came along 2020, which was okay. Let's squeeze this down even further into th- like three hours total. And now it's like watching clubs, right? These are club teams uh, in India. They are players from all over the world. We had never seen anything like this where people were bidding huge amounts of money uh, on players. And it's a very different animal. Now it's, you know, cheerleaders. Who had cheerleaders in India before this 
so much noise, music, it's a big party. It's a very different format. And I had never gone and watched either a test match or a one-day match in a stadium in my life. But when I was in Bangalore for three years with my family, we went to multiple IPL games. Even I even went with some of my work colleagues. And it was awesome. You know, the energy in the stadium. Bangalore, <laughs> I'm still an RC fan. Uh, never manages to win the tournament. They always have these where they blow the competition away, but they lose most of the time. But the environment in the stadium was electric. And I think that's the evolution that has happened with IPL. And I think it has brought in so many more people. So I want to like uh, talk a little bit more about that. This whole cultural evolution in cricket. And we'll talk about the monetary side later. But what do you guys think? Like, does this excite you? Do you? You know, Where are you on that spectrum? Because I feel this has done a lot to increase the enthusiasm around the sport. What do you guys think? So I'll take a stab at it, right? So the the idea, if you look at the, you know, the classic T20 was born in England and it was born as a village cricket, right? It's, it's the, you play it in the evening and you're, you're done in the, you, by the end of the day, uh, you know, people are done with work and it's, it was still a slow state thing. It was not the whole passion and the, and the hoopla around it. So IPL, the T20 format actually started in England and England kept going with it. But I think the, the main thing was that in, in, uh, when, uh, when it, when India won the original T20 World Cup, even when it was winning, I was not convinced. I was looking at this and I was like, this is not, you know, I didn't see that future. But the, there are some really smart entertainment folks in India who caught on that, you know, they can give it an Indian twist. And I think the whole IPL Tamasha that has come out, that's the Indian twist, you know, packaging entertainment, music, giving it that whole vibe, the whole Tamasha factor. It's fantastic. And I, I think, you know, that, that's what has completely transformed cricket. And I love it. It's, uh, at the end of the day, the sport is still entertainment, no matter what people call it. Even the purists call it, oh, it's pure. Like, what does it matter? It's entertainment and people are trying to get entertained. You have to use skills to get entertained. And this is what it does. And, and yeah, so you know, if, it's, if it's just a dance competition, then it's not the same thing. I'm not a big fan of the whole cheerleader thing. Uh because I think the the real competition is out there in the middle and it's fun. I love the music. I love the fan engagement. I love the colors, the waving. I never thought it would reach this level. I was skeptical. But I am converted and I think this is fantastic. I do think that T20 is great as a league game. Not so convinced that we need it as a T20 internationals. But that's still going on. So I'm going to add that, add to that. And I think uh, what Sunil was earlier mentioning. So when, you know, the cricket turned around in India majorly when India won the 1983 One Day World Cup, right? That became, that that was the turning point for most of the Indians in the cricket. But uh, even at the end, I found ODI, One Day Internationals, to be too long and too plain. So even I think in the beginning, the ODIs used to be all white cloths and the red ball. Over the time when the, I think Reliance or Prudential Cup started sponsoring them, they started wearing colorful uniforms and they started introducing white ball and day and night format. 
but it still let the entertainment factor what arun you're talking about that you see in the us with nfl and nbas and somewhere around 2007 i don't remember the exact date india won the t20 uh, uh, world cup right or was it champions league or world cup i don't remember but that was again the turning point for the t20 and only beef with ipl is that it's built on the grave of icl and i'm i'm sure a lot of people don't even remember icl that was started by ztv and kapil dev was the leader on that so that's my biggest beef about ipl that they could have used that but you're right it's a pure 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 entertainment and my definition of entertainment is actually very biased on this one and i will uh, speak about that later but sir what is what is your why did you transform from odi to t20 that much so one thing that ipl and especially t20 did was uh, it brought a whole lot of new people under the tent sort of um so many viewers so much uh, viewership uh, and so many attend so much attendance in all these fields it's because of uh, this shorter format because people don't have that much time to actually sit and watch either a test match or a one day and uh, i can tell you personally i've been to uh, the 2019 world cup that was in england uh, i went to the india sri lanka game and i went to the england australia semi final that was there i was hoping india would be in that semi final but they didn't make it they got to the other semi final with new zealand but uh, both those games and uh, i was watching it the whole day um I, i sort of lose interest in between because they are long as you said and also it tails off in the middle overs uh, the speed gets really slow uh, also in one day format the other problem is sometimes uh, games become one sided uh, it already gets decided at a certain point that the other team isn't going to catch up or uh, something like that so lot of those factors uh, definitely play into it three and a half hours is an ideal duration for everyone to just sit and enjoy a game and get it done with uh, in india especially the timing that they have made uh, for india starts at 7:30 in the evening people just come back from work or wherever and they sit down for dinner and just have chat and fun while watching our ipl so uh, a lot of it uh, it did bring in a lot more people and that was important now that you you reminded me of something uh, which you just said when i was in bangalore and i was working very long days uh, when the ipl season was on which is typically around 4 to 6 weeks i would come home around you know 8:30 uh, after a long drive from the factory and i would ask my family to you know the tivo or the tata sky box to watch the match when it started and then i would basically sit on a couch in front of the tv and fast forward through the sections where there was no action and just for just watch the game whatever was on that night and it was almost like you know you needed something almost mindless as entertainment uh you may all the sort of uh, heavy work during the day you just want something to put you, you know just your mind doesn't want to do a lot of thinking and i felt like ipl provided that release which uh, uh maybe some of what you're talking about um, i i, I want to say another part of this right the 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 part that i actually love and the reason why i follow cricket a lot amongst all the regional games and all the under 90 games is i love the little guy story right the when we were growing up right there was there was delhi there was basically calcutta delhi calcutta chennai uh, well madras then and bombay 
and cricketers and there were clubs in these four cities and essentially these four cities dominated um and then came bangalore and hyderabad to a little extent not to a great extent right now cricket is everywhere uh, it's it's down to the seeps and zones and all of the places i remember we used to have four zones we used to have zonal selectors it was very tribal the selection was my you know my region versus your region and it was it it just put me off always ki you know the if you're a northern guy you're supporting a northern team you're uh, this now i think the most you know the most popular guy in chennai is dhoni and he never came from there uh, the the if you look at the ipl economics right it's fascinating there is the guys who are selling the t-shirts there are people who are in, entering you know there is the tv rights there are people there are clubs that have been set up uh, the amount of money that people are making these players come from such small i mean the whole story about rinku singh it's a fantastic story the uh, the here a guy who was struggling and and uh, he had uh, no uh, you know he had no options he was i think there's a story about uh, he was going to be a sweeper or something that was the only economic factor that he had uh, he's been on the fringes he would a guy like rinku singh would never make it and you know he hits five sixes the other day to win the game for kolkata and he is the talk of the town right he is being felicitated by sharukh khan and and it's just fantastic to see that uh you know i i could go on there's a yashvi jaiswal he is the oh man what's his first name yashvi like i i'm losing it but he is now the opener for uh, essentially for rajasthan royals a fantastic cricketer making a lot of money but when he used to play as a kid after practicing he used to sell essentially food he used to be in a food stall selling stuff to the same players who he was practicing with he was so poor he didn't have a place to stay in bombay it's it's, it's amazing this this little guy story is the thing that i love about ipl yeah I, i i think the number of people who have had the opportunity to make money out of this sport has and it's not like 10x it's probably 100x or 1000x right because in the old days you went through as you said the selection process uh, the intern i know you follow ranji trophy which is the sort of a league which uh, finds the players for india uh, that's how people sort of make their way up to test match or one day cricket and there used to be uh, you know all these players used to have a regular job because they couldn't pay anything out of the money they made in cricket and they would play these tournaments and only the ones who got to the national team made some sort of money through endorsements etc and you look at it now uh, i was you know uh, amazed by how during the auction process and i just i'm sure you can recall a lot of stories where some kid has you know a start price of i don't know 5 lakh 10 lakh rupees uh, which is you know in dollar terms not a lot and then there's a bidding war and suddenly the person goes for 4 crores right and the kid is firstly the the player is what happened and suddenly there are five agents calling this player and saying i want to represent you and life has completely changed for this person because somebody noticed them went to their games and figured out that they would bring something special to the team these kinds of stories are happening so often and just look at how many people who are good at the sport are making money and now you're starting to see that also go into other sports right we have indian badminton league and kabaddi league and all that stuff i think this is a great way to bring money and recognition into probably the sport that everybody's crazy about in the country and that has been
Yeah, I was going to add uh, all these scouts that go out for uh, uh, finding players in villages and everyone everywhere. Uh, they actually play tennis cricket leagues, these small players, and uh, people watching them pick them up from there. Uh, great players now, Navdeep Saini and uh, I know T. Natarajan, uh, those kind of players, they actually just played uh, tennis ball leagues. And uh, these people approached them and they said, would you like to play for IPL? And at first they said, no, no, it, it's not for me. <laughs> I'd continue to play my tennis cricket. But uh, that's how these people have uh, gone about uh, recruiting all these people. And a uh, lot of these new players, they come from really small villages, not even big cities or media, uh, medium cities. They are actually from deep down villages in India. So definitely has opened up a lot of opportunities for these new kids. So, And as you said, go ahead. Nira. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was saying it has expanded to other leagues like Kabaddi, like football, uh, badminton, all of them. So that's, that's another thing it has brought about in addition to IPL and women's cricket as well. Yeah. So I'm very poor with the names, especially of the cricketers. But uh, Sunil, what you said is actually a real life story that I know of. Uh, I'm not going to say the name because I'm not 100% sure. So my nephew used to play gully cricket, right? The tennis ball cricket. And there were, there were two brothers that he used to play with. And one of the brothers right now plays for IPL and of course has a multi-carol deal. So there, there, there is a live example that I know. And I tell my nephew, like, why are you preparing for JE? Now, he's, of course, he's a college graduate. This is old. Why are you preparing for JE and IIT when you can actually have, would have played more cricket and made more money now? So so there is this uh, uplifting of and bringing out this talent that would not have come out in the traditional cricket scene in India. <clears throat> and I think that's what, when ICL started, that's the purpose of was for, for the cricketers. Like, there's so much talent that's out there and that's not coming out because of the way you know, journal selection works or Ranji Trophy or Dalip Trophy works. So for that was, and that was actually a very political process too. So it was not just regional, but there was a lot of politics behind it. Whereas in IPL, of course, you know, politics is going to be everywhere. But if you have talent, if you show it up in a couple of games, you are bound to make money and stay. What I like about IPL also is that it's not just looking for talent in India. It's also bringing international talent. There are, there have been, scenes where some of the uh, smaller players from other countries have come out and shown that. And actually, the whole Caribbean team became very famous with IPL. You know, we have, what is the champion song, DJ Bravo or something like that. And so it also brought out the outside talent in India and showed people. Uh, I, I know that uh, I, when I meet some of my Caribbean friends, they talk a lot about T20 and IPL. And there's equal league here called CPL. I've gone to the CPL leagues in Fort Lauderdale. And so this IPL, I'm not sure whether IPL is the reason it spun off or, or you know, whether the chicken came or the egg. I don't know that. But I know that a lot of CPL owners are also the same as IPL owners. So it has promoted not just cricket in India. It has kind of gone around the world. So uh, I, Yeah, I, and I've just, just returning from Jamaica, actually... I was talking to some of the people there uh, in the hotel. Uh, they were attendants, and they, they always wondered why Indian players are not playing in CPL. So that's another segue we can talk about, uh, why BCCI does not allow Indian players to play foreign leagues. 
um, I definitely like that to change and uh, have them allow more of these younger guys go to other countries to play uh, T20 leagues. Yeah, so, you know, that's a good point. The the power that BCCI has, that that remains a... Uh, that remains an issue, right? The B, there was a time when, uh, you know, cricket was ruled by England and Australia. And they ruled it like they are the rulers and everything. And we were at the receiving end of it, right? We remember that test matches used to be just three test matches. People didn't care about Indians. We have, we have seen the 80s and 90s. We would, you know, we would feel lucky if they would even listen to us or things like that. Now... The center of cricket is India, period. And it's not just Indian cricket here in India. It's Indian cricket played anywhere. You play in Australia, you're fan, you know, you go to any test match. I was just re-visiting the Brisbane match that India won, the famous test match. Is the home country is losing, but the stadium is full of cheering Indians. You go to any country, the you know, so India has become the center, right? So the power has moved from the from what was the colonial powers down to what is India, and and, and we can feel good about it. That's one side of it, but it's reached such a level where you know we're becoming the people that we despised. And BCCI, you know, Nira was talking about how ICL was crushed. BCCI is ruthless when it puts its power together. It is. You know, we, we India went from being uh, a socialist nation, which were not very capitalist, to being the most capitalist of all places. PCCI will make sure that it controls everything. That's the ugly part of it. And my hope is that with the IPL, with the you know, with the money that all the all the powers to be are pushing into it, they will basically tell BCCI, you know what? Now you kind of work for us a little bit. So I'm hoping that the IPL boards or the IPL teams have get get enough power that they can tell BCCI enough. We need to push that. And and essentially BCCI is ruthlessly protecting its brand value by stating that the Indian players cannot play in the other leagues. And to an extent where it is actually becoming uh you know initially it was great to increase your brand value, but now it's hurting us. And 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 voices need to start screaming and start yelling BCCI that you're taking this too far. That's the part that I would like to see where some people are able to stand up to BCCI and say this is enough. Yeah, I think I think that's a point that's really good, Arun. And uh, I think in the end, money talks, right? So economics of this sport uh, will determine sort of where it goes. I hope that uh, as more and more money pours in and people see real value here, they will take it in the direction that makes sense commercially and uh, there will be freedom for the players. But let's let's pivot back into the, the what it's done for the players, right? Uh, do you guys see a change in the attitude, the mindset, the physical fit? I mean, what has IPL done for uh, definitely, I mean, global sport of cricket, but also Indian cricketers in particular, has it, has it, impacted other forms of cricket like ODI and tests for us? And what are the positives from this, from a player development, mentality, skill perspective? 
I'll I'll give you and this is something that I and I'm sorry to jump in before others because I've been looking at this for a while. You know, you see the IPL guy, right? So he's made his crores and everything, and he's got his money. But you see the person who does who's not in the IPL because the so much money has come to BCCI. That money has been a lot of that. That's the one place where BCCI has done good. It has poured into the state level cricket. It has you know if you look at the Syed Mustaq Ali Trophy, that's the local T20 competition between the states and everything where people compete to get into IPL. A lot of scouts come there and everything. There's so much money poured in that the people who are at the fringes of the IPL have their own personal trainers too. That they can afford to have personal trainers. The fitness level has gone through leaps and bounds. We've got a whole battery of fast bowlers that I never thought India would ever, you know, Riches of fast bowling in India is unheard of. Uh, fielding standards in Indian cricket, even at the local level, has improved leaps and bounds. You look at the Kerala state team; they'll have fielding coaches. They'll have uh, they'll have all of that thing. Not only that, you know, we've got this national academy, the training academies. Uh, in the past, a kid would get injured. You know, the under nineteen kid comes with a great fast bowler. It's got promise, and then he gets injured. And he gets forgotten and gets lost in time, and that's been the state of Indian cricket. Now they go to the you know they go to the National Academy Cricket Academy in Bangalore. They spend months there. There is a whole facility that's provided for them, and they train with the best of people. They get fitness. You know there are people watching their fitness. There is their diet regime. I mean the host of things that's happened to the sport and to fitness level of people and to cricket in cricket is just impressive. It's amazing to see, and and you're right. So so it's, so IPL is not just about the players themselves, right? It has actually spun off complete an ecosystem around it. Uh, I went to the one game. Uh, I was, I think, uh, for some reason, don't remember. Chennai team was banned to play in Chennai. There was something happening, so they were playing out of Pune, and I was in Pune. So it was not that hey, just players made money, and we just went and watched. The whole city, the area around stadium was buzzed with vendors, with food, with toys, with the whole. It, it, it has like it has its own micro economy when the game is happening in the city, and you guys, uh, I think uh, uh, I have had luck to see just one game. And Vijay, you said you mentioned you have seen more games, and there's a whole environment around it that we never thought would be happening in India, especially given that we used to watch. NFL, NBA games over here, and we used to wonder what, when would that environment come to India. So, so it's not that you know it's just brought some cricket players out. It's brought a whole segment of economy out, uh, outside of coaching and and cricket. This has brought the whole economy out. I was I remember I was driving by Mansingh Stadium in Jaipur, and I saw the the crowd outside. There was more crowd outside enjoying the game than inside the stadium. And so that that's that's definitely part of the you know the the, the money power the money brought in in, in the in the system. So yeah, what definitely. The, yeah, go ahead, uh, Sunil. Go ahead. I was going to add it has uh, taken some air out of Bollywood's uh, popularity, but uh, definitely uh, it supports the larger economy, uh, supports a lot of jobs, a lot of smaller uh, vendors and everyone, uh, and also. Uh, during the covid times if you remember people had nothing to do 
a lot of people went through depression uh, when they didn't have anything to watch or didn't have anything to do. And IPL, actually, a lot of people I know were looking forward to just seeing IPL on the on the TV. And it took them through that dark period when COVID was uh, restricting them to their homes. Yeah, so this is the mindset lift that we're talking about, right? So now I know that at least Arun and Sunil, the two of you are following this tournament that's going on right now because at least with Arun in our WhatsApp group, he regularly posts updates and talks about some crazy games. So give, talk about what's happening in this tournament right now. Maybe we'll start with you, Sunil, if you've been following it. Uh, a couple of memorable, just give us a picture of uh, uh, one of the questions that usually comes up with IPL also is how can games turn in the last two balls? People hit a, like five sixes in a row, things like that. Are these matches fixed? So talk about a little bit of what it feels like to watch these nail biters. Uh, do you believe everything that's going on on the field? Uh, give us- uh, some of it is unbelievable, obviously. So uh, there's always questions whether it's fixed or uh, something happened. I, I don't believe on a macro level they can be fixed, the entire games. Uh, there have been controversies in the past uh, about people getting paid and uh, bookies approaching players to uh, fix games or do spot fixing kind of things where in one over they give certain amount of runs or things like that. But uh, on a macro level, I don't think they can fix the entire games, and I don't think the teams are stupid stupid enough to give up uh, or uh, give away games uh, when they are winning and they just lose or things like that. So it it still doesn't matter to me if it's there on small level, and uh, obviously that when, whenever there is betting, there's going to be crooks around players who are going to uh, affect them or try to at least influence them. Um, right now, this season of IPL, we started with a bang. Mostly, pretty much every game was going over 200 in the beginning. And uh, we have seen scores as high as uh, 228, 229. Uh, it was way too much fun, a uh, lot of hitting. Uh, suddenly, it has slowed down in the past three, four days. Um, with the first game, I think uh, that was uh, RR and LSG, uh, where they couldn't even uh, make 154 to win. So the pitches are, I suppose, they are uh, getting uh, worn and the, the matches are slowing down. So the scoring is much less now. But uh, it's still fun. Now the bowlers are ruling instead of the batsmen. Uh, me being an RR fan uh, all through the years, uh, ever since Shane Warne was the captain uh, in 2008, and then Rahul Dravid and Steve Smith and Rahane and now Sanju Samson. Uh, I've always been an RR fan, and I've followed them uh, all through the tournament. So they are on the tabletop right now, and obviously I'm happy about that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's see how it goes. Uh, anything happen, as you said, not just in a game. The last over changes the whole game, but... Also in the tournament, nothing can be said. Uh, there are teams on the top right now, teams on the bottom, and it can completely reverse itself and uh, become upside down in a few matches. So let's see what, what the IPL brings. So I'm going to pile yeah. on for one minute. I'm going to pile on for one minute. Sunil Cabra's love for RR. Actually, when IPL started, I was the fan of Rajasthan Royals too, being from Rajasthan. But you remember in the beginning, there was a game 
that they uh, scored, they chased 214 or something like that, the Deccan Chargers. And there were like sixes and fours at the end. Warner was beating that and Yusuf Patan had done like 60 runs in 20 balls or something like that. So I totally enjoyed that game, made me RR fan. And of course, you know, there was some controversy down the road where they were banned. But I think that's when, that's when also my brain triggered, like, is this too much of a setup? <laughs> the, the chase, chasing 200 runs in 50 overs was considered a tough task. And in IPL, we were chasing 200 runs in 20 overs. So that was the mind. That was somewhere I got like also triggered saying, hey, there's something funny happening here. Aaron, you wanted to say something. Yeah, I, I wanted to say that. And yes, so this, you know, where money follows, the rest of the stuff comes and and IPL is no different. And, and you know, we had the controversies in 2013, 2014. Chennai was banned because their person was, you know, their, the one of their owner's nephew or someone was was involved in, um, you know, betting on the games and everything. But the guys who run this cricket are very smart and they've realized that you can't kill this golden goose and nothing kills anything faster that uh, will destroy, um, you know, a the, the perception that this is fixed is uh, is something that destroys the game faster. So now they actually follow this game very closely. There are, you know, they've got people who are the anti-corruption unit people as in, in, for all games, they're watching everything. So I don't think fixing is an issue. Uh, I just think that the games have reached a great level. To me, the greatest game this season has been Kolkata Knight Riders versus uh, Gujarat Titans, where this person, Rinku Singh, was supposed to come in, uh, you know, he had to score 30 runs uh, to win the game. And he hit five sixes, last five sixes to win a game in the last over. It's unheard of. It's, it was the most incredible thing. I think uh, we, I remember I was watching that game and I was having breakfast. I was eating eggs and all, and I dropped that, all that food on my clothes. And I was like, this was just fantastic. So to me, that has been the game of the season till now. And people have complained there is also a last ball finish that was with RCB. That was another fantastic game that they couldn't kill it off. Uh, there was a game where uh, there, you know, the uh, Nicholas Puran came in and blew off my team, where we were looking like winning. And that was another fantastic game. So there have been amazing games this season. Uh, I also, I'm an, uh, I am from uh, Hyderabad. So my f- team is, of course, the Sunrisers Hyderabad. Unfortunately, they don't do so well, and they are always there to disappoint me. Uh, but the team that uh, is most complete this season is Rajasthan Royals. They have the two best spinners. They have explosive batting at the top. Uh, Yeshavi Jaiswal has just you know, grown in leaps and bounds. We always knew uh, that uh, you know they had good players. Sanju Samson is just fantastic, and they've got fast bowling. Uh, Bolt is just fabulous, and so that's one team that I think is complete because they've got the batting, they've got the spinners, and they've got the fast bowling. But the games are all very bunched up. The teams have bunched up. Uh, Mumbai, which we thought was down and out, is actually now starting to come alive. Uh, RCB has won a few games in a row, so they are looking like they might actually uh, get back on the bandwagon. The one team that I think are 
basically out of it at Delhi. They just look, they have nobody. And they just look out. Delhi and my own team, Hyderabad, are two teams that I think are not going anywhere. But with the others, everybody's in for a shot. And it's just fantastic. So how are you guys watching? You uh, you have like a cable subscription or a web subscription? I I watch through Willow. I mean, I, I have a subscription through Willow Cricket. And, you know, it comes on my Roku box and I watch it on the TV. Uh, so that's that's the way I do it, and and it's that's my game. I don't know what others are doing. I'm watching yeah, ESPN Plus when the highlights are on, <laughs> so I can watch it in further like fifteen or twenty minutes rather than even. I don't even have patience for three hours. This is how bad I am for the cricket. <laughs> <laughs> As we are talking, actually, I'm uh, I have the LSG and Gujarat Titans game playing on my tablet on the side here. Uh, I, I always keep it, even when I'm working, it's uh, actually playing on the side. But uh, in US, Willow is the only one that is carrying it live this time. Uh, previous seasons, Hotstar used to carry it, but that's where we are watching. Online streaming, all of it. But it's all available, right? It's such a far cry from, uh, I still remember in grad school, <laughs> we used to, uh, have to go to somebody's house who had bought a cable subscription, I think Kelly uh, TV or something. And then later when I was working, there was a Howard Johnson in the area where all of us would get up early in the morning and, and go and that this guy was very <laughs> enterprising. He would set up this big room with chairs with one TV in the front and we would all pay him 10 bucks and go and watch the match. It was such a pain to watch those World Cup matches, etc. in those days. And now it's all so easily available, streaming. I don't know if you can also uh, watch later and things of that nature, but it's such a different experience, right? I, Absolutely. I, on, yeah. On ESPN Plus now, the, the OTT is an amazing thing. On ESPN Plus, I can watch Ranji games. I mean, things that we never thought would be broadcast is available in the U.S., I, I watch, I can watch Sayyid Mustaq Ali trophy matches. You know, that's the local T20 competition. And I think the local T20 competition in India, which this is not the leagues, this is the regional teams, you know, Kerala, Hyderabad, all of these teams, that which you think nobody watches, I think there is a bigger uh, audience for that than for many of the other leagues that are in the other countries. I watch... I can watch under-19 games. I can watch Ranji games. I can watch some of the women national teams playing. And it's it's amazing what we can do now through the internet. It's very impressive. And, and, and actually, I think the OTT has changed the whole scene, right? The, we, that's a complete uh, different discussion, how Netflix uh, over Blockbuster changed the game, uh, the, the way we watch TV today. And, and and ESPN Plus and all these channels have provided look into the games that you would not even have watched or were available to watch, right? It's good, even like Kabaddi and all those things. So the so the as I said, IPL has brought in a complete environment change the way this game is managed. And of course, there have been upsides and downsides, whether it's about BCCI or ICSN's demise. But it is no matter what what you say, IPL has change the landscape of cricket and how cricket is being delivered to the world. So uh, I'm going to close with one uh, opening, uh, one parting thought here. Who's your best player in this whole IPL? Right? And, and I'm not asking to name, I don't name 20 people. Pick one. 
Oh, you're putting me on the spot over here. Um, yeah. He's going to pick one. So you pick one. Okay, I'm going to say Shubman Gill. And the reason why I picked Shubman Gill is because he's, he's an amazing batsman who's transformed his game and is doing wonders right now in the IPL. So I love him. Sunil? Uh, I love watching Josh Butler because the way he hits, it's just amazing. Uh, however, there's a lot of other younger players which I like. Uh, Tilak Burma is uh, a really bright star in Mumbai camp and uh, I'm looking forward to getting more from him. Yes. For me, I haven't actually watched IPL this season, so I'm going to be probably watching some and then hopefully pick a <laughs> pick a player or two that I can follow through the tournament. Uh, and uh, and uh, I, I think for me, uh, it's been the timing of IPL and then also uh, in later, uh, I, I don't remember which season it was, 2013 maybe, uh, that's when I actually completely turned off IPL from my schedule. Uh, Vijay? Yeah, it's, I'm going to I'm going to definitely pick a player, but it won't be for this season because I'm not watching yet. But I have to give special mention to A.B. De Villiers. Uh, he's the guy who, you know, we had Chris Gale in the team too when I was in Bangalore. And if Chris Gale was on form, there was <laughs> nobody could stop him. But the guy who delivered regularly and was so much fun to watch and the stadium went electric. I watched one game where, as usual, RCB had lost two or three wickets. We were messing everything up and then... A.B. De Villiers walks in to all the noise and music uh, and proceeds to hit like 40 runs in 10 balls, right? Every sh- shot is going to the boundary. And then he gets out and we, of course, lost the game. But those few minutes where he was firing on all cylinders was so much fun. Uh, that guy was a pure entertainer. So, so from so the past, not from this season, but amazing to watch. So you're saying that A.B. brought the, his jinx to RCB? <laughs> yeah, we can win the we can win the games to the final, but not the actual get to the actual trophy. It was uh, a very very sad day when AB decided to retire. I don't know; he could actually play better than the current RCB players if he were playing even today. Uh, RCB actually is uh, is uh, has to win a, a tournament overall, right? Uh, I think they've been in finals three times and uh, not won a single one yet. Buffalo Bills. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I was gonna. I was referring uh, by that token. You know, uh, Arun's team, Hyderabad, has done better. So, so between two of you right. and, and then including two Rajasthanis, I think uh, we have a leg over RCB here. <laughs> but they they have the best atmosphere, right? They have an amazing fan base. I mean, the stadium goes nuts. It's great to watch cricket in Bangalore. The places to watch cricket best are Bangalore uh, and you know Mumbai because they have an amazing atmosphere. Chennai, those three places. And this year, for some reason, in Hyderabad, I think they've got like the best DJ in the whole thing because he plays music like crazy. But other than that, there is not much of an atmosphere for Hyderabad. Hey, but... It's because Telugu movies have done very well in Oscar scenes. So, that's a discussion for another day. Uh, I, I want to thank you all for coming in, giving a little bit more information about your love for the cricket. I wish I had that much passion. But one day, one day I'll get there. So thank you for coming and, uh, uh, you know, discussing IPL and uh, your favorite parts of IPL. Thank you for the invitation. And one day, if you want, I can give you a talk about how my connection to cricket is related to me, my son and cricket. But that's for a different day.
we'll do that all right thank you everyone thank you thanks, thanks guys bye